Welcome to KingCast with Barry, Colton, and Dan. We pray that this podcast would encourage, strengthen, and grow you in supernatural ways this year. Please like and share and send this to your friends. If you have any questions, check us out at myking.ca or on Facebook at myking. Welcome back, King Cast, for another week. Glad you can join us. And uh, this week, uh, Colton and Dan and myself, uh, we've been talking a little bit about fearless. Uh, maybe fear versus fearless. Uh, can we have a fearless type lifestyle in this day and age? You know, fearless uh, in the dictionary means bold, means courageous, and means unafraid. Hmm. And uh, you know, Second Timothy uh, one seven says, "For God has not given us a spirit." of fear but power love and a sound mind Mm -hmm. and uh, when I was thinking about fearlessness versus fear I began to realize that you know fear can be a spirit sometimes that could almost attach itself unto us Mm -hmm. if we just kind of let that thing slide all the time yeah if we just keep listening to things or keep believing false things it can begin to get on the inside of us and it's a little less fear but it's obviously God has not given it to us Mm -hmm. where did it come from Mm -hmm. did we created ourselves or is it just plain old demonic fear and mm-hmm. I believe fears is, is is contrary to what to peace is what God has came to give us or Jesus has come to give us and yeah. so we need to be careful that we don't that we don't allow fear to begin to control us and say yeah it is possible to live a fearless life yeah and so yeah we just want to touch on a few different things uh, on fear we want to talk talk a little bit about the fear of the Lord that's mm-hmm. a good thing mm-hmm. right the fear of the Lord is that deep reverence or that deep awe for Him. Mm-hmm. It's that deep understanding. Yeah, He is the Creator. He did make everything. He made me. Yeah. He made this very union that we have with the three of us before mm-hmm. the foundation of time. He knew we'd become. I didn't. You know, I wasn't like I was ten years old and said, "Man, when am I ever going to meet Dan Jensen?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we do podcasts? <laughs> yeah, and I think with fear of the Lord too, like uh, often. I remember as a new believer reading that and I've heard the question a lot of times like what does it mean to fear the Lord because like like should I be scared of him yeah. like is he just this mean guy that that's why I fear him and it's like uh, I feel like the best way I know how to put it is um, well actually when I was 17 I owned a Corvette and my dad said you need to respect the power <laughs> that car has mm. and so there's this healthy fear it didn't scare me to not get in a vehicle and never drive right but there was a respect for the power that this vehicle has and what it can do and that's what it is with the lord it's a respect for who he is how amazing how mighty how powerful he is because yeah. mm-hmm. it's only through him that we will become that fearless person mm-hmm. uh, we can't we can't get it on our own yeah, yeah and yeah and that's the other thing when you when you hear fearless um there's also uh i wouldn't call it fearless i call it stupidity uh, <laughs> where people just think oh i know the lord so i can do anything and it's like uh, that can be dumb. <laughs> Let me just get really close to the edge of this cliff. Yeah. No, you should have a little fear and reverence for the edge of that yeah, cliff. Yeah, exactly. And don't step right on the last half inch of it or the last two or three inches of it even. Yeah. You know, so there's some just common sense too. Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of times we're talking about fearlessness in the sense of it can get on the inside of us and we mm-hmm. kind of have this gnawing of fear coming against us. I mean, we've all experienced that gnawing of fear in these last two years. With, yeah. <laughs> with all the news that's going around, 
I can honestly say there's moments throughout these two years where I've been filled with fear to go, whoa, am I going to get sick? Oh, uh, people around me going to die. Oh, will I ever be able to go out of my house again? And then it's like, man, <laughs> why am I? I don't want to live like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just think of kind of what's going on. We were youth workers for five years. And what's the one thing we heard almost every conversation? I have anxiety. Yeah. I am afraid of this. Worry, yeah. And so I, I do believe, uh, got to be careful how I say this. I think the enemy in our culture, probably perpetuated by social media, has us in his grip right now with the spirit of fear. Yeah. yeah. Because so many people, myself included, like I float in and out of anxiety. I'm anxious about this thing. I, I, here's what it comes down to. I don't trust the Lord Yeah, <laughs> for my good, Yeah, for his glory and for my good. So when we talk to these kids, it's like, you don't have to be afraid and you can't just tell somebody that they have to know it. They have to get yeah. a revelation of, so if I don't have to fear that thing, what's the replacement? What gives me peace and confidence right. yeah. and hope in the situation? And like we talked about before, it's the gospel of Jesus. Yeah, like last week, the good news. Yep. Yeah. It's a message that comes to set the captives free. Yeah. Whether you're captive in your heart to that spirit of fear or that spirit's just trying to get in you and mess you up and distract you. Um, it's when you know who God is and you know who you are, you can live fearlessly. Yeah. It's like if you trace the poor and the broken and the captives and all of those back to their original back to the source of it mm -hmm. nine out of ten times if not ten out of ten times it's fear mm -hmm. i'm fearing something in life so that's why i've become addicted i'm fearing something yep. in life that's mm -hmm. why i'm afraid to uh, spend money or i became poor or, mm -hmm. what, or whatever physically uh, emotionally uh, mentally yep. spiritually yep. <laughs> you know people are afraid to give their lives to the lord yeah uh, because oh god's going to require something of me or i'm going to miss yep. out on something yep. you, if you boil that right down to its original source it's fear and mm -hmm. god has not given us a spirit of where did it come from then mm -hmm. god has not given it to us yeah so yeah and i think also uh, balancing now fearlessness with reverence like we just talked about having that deep reverence and everything because it's only through God that we can walk fearlessly but it's through God we can begin to get some boldness just to be able to fulfill what we call what we're called to do yeah and to share that with other people and we talked a little bit before we started about how that boldness even has to be balanced because if we trust God enough we become so bold that we can maybe not have Become arrogant. Yeah. 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 Maybe some humility with their boldness. Yeah. Or... And that's where you attach your fear in awe and reverence. Because if you walk around and you just act stupid and you just tell a bear to take off and it's yeah. going to, like, that's a stupid fear. Yeah. So it has to be submitted, paired with humility. Um, yeah. yeah and submission. So yeah. I, I love hiking and I've openly said this that <laughs> um, if a bear comes to me, um, it's not going to win. <laughs> and I've said like, and I say that in a humility because what I say is the Lord's delivered me from the hand of addiction, mm -hmm. from death. 
Um, if you don't think bear, he's going to deliver me from you. (laughs) And and I say that out of reverence for who God is and out of reverence, knowing this bear is powerful. I'm not going to run up to it and just gut punch it, but like (laughs) back off bear. (laughs) You got a strategy for what you would do if you encountered a bear. Yeah. (laughs) It has to do with a knife and a nose, but we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of times, um, fear when, as I was just looking for verses of fear in the Bible, it's always a lot, a lot of times linked to the fear of man. Yeah. Um, and so often, so when I think we, when it talks about do not fear, um, don't fear man. Don't fear what they will say. Don't fear what they can do. Don't fear what they think of you. What they think we of think you. That's what they think. Yeah. 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 Matthew, um, 10 verse 26 says, don't be afraid or intimidated by others for God will bring everything out into the open and every secret will be told what I say to you in the dark, repeat in broad daylight and what you hear in a whisper, announce it publicly. Don't fear those who can kill your body um, and not your soul. Fear only God. So, um, and then we go into Romans 1, 6, uh, 16. I refuse to be ashamed of sharing the wonderful message of God's liberating power unleashed in us through Christ. For I am thrilled to preach that everyone who believes is saved. So I know for a lot of people, and, and we deal with this in, in house church, um, a lot of people who haven't shared their faith, isn't because they don't know what to say. Mm. Isn't because they've only been in church 10 years. Mm -hmm. It's a fear of what, how people will Mm. respond. And, and it's crazy. Um, I don't know if we ever lose that. We think about, Oh, back when I was in elementary, you know, I, whatever high school, you were scared of what people thought the way you would dress. You were scared of the music they, you <laughs> listened to and they wouldn't like it. It continues on through like this fear of man. And I think a fear of man, um, in that what, what can be produced is unhealthy. You turn into a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And and I think we see this in our culture, especially right now, very highlighted in a tolerance culture where I don't want to say anything uh, because I don't want to offend mm-hmm. you. And, and, and we think that disagreeing on something means I hate that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Proverbs 29, 25 says, fear and, imit- and intimidation is a trap that holds you back. But when you place your confidence in the Lord, you will be seated in high places. We've got on our whiteboard in the office here, we are just talking about, we often think love is either just mushy or just the truth or, and it's actually both and. Yeah. So we've got this picture of a heart and then within the heart, love has to be grace and truth for it to be real or full. So it's just this balance of, okay, you don't want to, please people, but you don't want to offend people. Mm -hmm. So ultimately we'll bring it back again. Truth is the gospel. (laughs) There's an intense grace that Jesus brings, but it's also an intense truth. Yeah. If you repent and believe in me, you will be saved. If you do not, you will be in Mark. It says you will be damned. Mm -hmm. You'll be separated from me forever. So there is this 
there's this amazing grace, but also an amazing yeah. truth that we have to reconcile. Yeah, yeah that, we talked about, oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, grace, that grace and truth piece. And I feel like I can speak to this as coming from addiction. Uh, ignore the barking in the background. That's just some crazy mutt in our house. Um, I think I can speak to this um, coming out of addiction and actually experiencing grace and truth um, from a natural, from my parents. Mm. And so, um, is it, is it love to, if, if, would it be, would it have been love if my parents knew what I was in, but just continued to give me money so that I could, you know, feed my addiction, but at least they still have me in their house and I'm still with them. Is that love? It's questionable. It's questionable. Um, but here's, here's what I feel like I experienced. Um, I was doing stupid things and my parents had enough grace to love me, to, um, allow me to stay in their house. Whenever I messed up, I knew I could go back to my parents and they would have an open room for me. But in the same breath, they were willing to put a finger on what I was doing and say, you need to change. Mm -hmm. This isn't healthy. Mm -hmm. And, and that could, that's offensive sometimes to people mm -hmm. of like, don't tell me what to do, but it was grace and truth combined. Yep. And, and over a few years, I, ex when I came out of addiction, I still weep at it mm -hmm. to, yep. to the, the grace and truth wrapped and surrounded in love yeah, yeah. that brought me out of something. Yeah, yeah, that's powerful. We chatted a little bit about Acts chapter 4 earlier, and then in verse uh, 29 it says, uh, Behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants, that with all boldness they may speak thy word. Mm -hmm. And so, when your parents were showing you grace and truth, they were probably using the word mm -hmm. to some degree and saying, you know, this isn't. So when we can open up the Bible and show people the truth from that heart of love or compassion, uh, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. Like the word of, it's amazing how direct Jesus was. And yet when I read it, I don't get offended. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, yeah. uh, when he tells uh, the prostitute, you know, uh, Nobody's going to condemn you. I don't condemn you either. Mm -hmm. Now go and sin no more. Yeah. She'd be like, what? Are you telling me what to do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we probably all have people in our lives that you would even say that to. You're just like, man, this person always says the hard things, but I feel so loved when mm -hmm. they say it. Yeah. I know like even for myself, me and Dan said this yesterday, reading some Francis Chan yeah. uh, quotes <laughs> and reading some Oswald J. Smith quotes. They're so pointed yeah. But you feel empowered somehow behind yeah. it. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, I love that passage in Acts 4 that you were talking about, Barry. So Peter and John get drugged before these powerful leaders in Jerusalem at the Sanhedrin because they healed the guy. And they actually threw him in jail. And then they had a, a court hearing. And there was 5,000 people that came to, to witness this. And they said, um, who are you guys? Like you are unschooled, ordinary dudes, but we know that you've been with Jesus, but we're telling you, you can't speak about this man anymore. You can't testify. And they basically, these are fishermen and they, they filled with the Holy spirit retort. We can't do that, sir. <laughs> we know too much. We have nowhere else to go. Like they said in the gospels, we have to preach Jesus. Mm -hmm. So then they actually let him go because they knew the crowd would turn on them. 
So Peter and John were empowered by the Spirit to speak boldly, confidently. They were fearless when the government... I'm not advocating for rebellion or anything, you guys, but in Acts 4, they just said, no, for the sake of the gospel, we will not shut our mouths. Yeah. So then they leave and they're hanging out and um, they actually start praying. And so they say, God, these religious people are at it again. Would you take care of their threats and give your servants, check out these next two words, fearless confidence in what? Preaching your message. As you stretch out your hand to us in healings, miracles, and wonders are done in the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So while they were praying, this is the second time at Acts, uh, both in Acts 2 and now in Acts 4. The place where they were meeting trembled and shook. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and what? Continued to speak God's word with fearless confidence. Mm So we just want to kind of put that out there that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear to please man, to be afraid of man. If God is for me, who can be against me? But I think he empowers us when we submit our fear to him in reverence to him. And we understand the great commission and who we are. He Mm -hmm. says, I will validate. I will give you guys boldness. I will give the Holy Spirit to speak words Mm -hmm. when you are put under trial when you're in a hard situation Mm -hmm. so what that you can actually proclaim the gospel Mm -hmm. in sylvan lake in black falls and red deer yeah Mm -hmm. wherever you're at that's that is how we can live fearless yeah Yeah. that's the when i hear fearless that's the thing it comes back to why should we be fearless so that we can obey and fulfill the great commission yeah yeah it was just like on the inside when you guys were talking your community needs you to be fearless. Yeah. Your community needs you to be fearless. And you might say, man, you guys talked about a lot of different things, but if you just follow that back, mm-hmm. we started with fearless, we end with fearless, but we go from fearlessness into boldness, yeah. into reverence of who God is yeah. and what he can do through you uh, in, against the spirit of fear. Yeah. yeah. There's a different type of fear and becoming fearless. And so just like Dan says, it just kind of flows all the way back from fearless Mm -hmm. to fearless. Yeah. Chris Valton, uh, a couple months ago now in a sermon, he said this. And I can't remember if we said this on the podcast before, but he said, take some time with the Lord and say, God, if I had 10 times more money and I had 10 times more boldness, what would you have me do? And just sit with that. And he says, I think your answer is what you're called to do. And you don't maybe need more money and you don't need more boldness. That is the thing. But we let fear come in and say, oh, I can't do that because of this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. So maybe just encouraging you guys, take some time, ask God, like we talked about, dream with him, imagine with him for 2022, imagine with him out of a problem that you're having that's holding you back in some way because of fear. Mm-hmm. How do I get around this thing? How do I go about it? And I just, I'd say this in closing to James four verses seven. If you have a spirit of fear, the Bible says this, uh, uh, agreeing that maybe that spirit has come from the enemy. Mm-hmm. Let God work his will in you. Yell aloud no to the devil and watch him scamper. 
Say a quiet yes to God and he'll be there in no time. Mm-hmm. So if that spirit of fear, you, you know, it's coming against you. You know, it's like a fear of this situation, a fear of God, not providing a fear of what man's going to say, think, or do towards you. Tell the enemy to take a hike. Yeah. Say, get out of here by the authority of the scripture written in James four. And then say, you're quiet. Yes to God. And he will comfort you. He will be near you. And he will empower you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just let me say, if you're listening to this podcast today, So right now, Father, we just take authority over that spirit of fear that might be coming on some of the people that are listening. Mm -hmm. We bind you, you spirit of fear. You have no right to operate. You have no right uh, to to take hold in anybody's life. We command you to cease and desist in your operations and to leave that person's mind, to leave that person's thought life, and that they would open up to the spirit of God Mm -hmm. and that they would be able to see God in their situation and how he can help them and get rid of that fear that is binding them in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You have no right to operate. We take authority now, just as Mark tells us, that in, in Jesus' name we will cast out spirits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And may you be filled with the power, the love, mm-hmm. and the sound mind right. that comes from the Holy Spirit. Right. We bless you in Jesus' name, and we'll see you next week. KingCast is an outreach of My King Ministries, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Please visit us at www.myking.ca and check out all the ministries from house church to teaching and books, past podcasts, and much more. Have a great day, and don't forget to keep your heart on Him.